Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we are live taking your questions, comments, calls, guys. We have opened up the phone lines here. I want to hear from you. I'm sure there will be a lot of calls coming in. South Carolina falls to UNC, 31-17. to 17. Again, the phone lines are open, 843-790-3377. Um, embarrassing, abysmal, a nightmarish start to the 2023 season. Let's jump to the phone awesome. lines here. Scotty. Scotty, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Listen, Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing as well as I can be doing. How's it going? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to try to keep it short because I know a bunch of people trying to call in. But look, personally, O-line need a whole lot of work. Um, I know Greg Atkins is still there and everything. I don't think DK is everything we expect to be going in this in the running back room. I think Juju fits more than anybody else back there. Um, I mean, tonight, like, we couldn't run the ball. So, the only way we move the ball is if we pass the ball. But at the same time, you have point however seconds to get the ball out for Spencer Radley. Just didn't look too good. Um, I think Devo Williams really impressed me defensively. Um, thought that Nick got hurt early. Um, as far as the hamstring, it also hurt the juice wells was out. But I think besides that, I mean, yeah, we lost game one to North Carolina, but I mean, you can only go up from here. I mean, you can't can't sit here and you know be all depressed about it if that makes sense. You know, you just got to keep moving, look on to Furman next week, and then you know you go at Georgia the following week. So I mean, you just got to keep looking up and you know, staying positive for the moment. The way I look at it, mm. I mean, it sucks, but you got to take the positive from that some way. Right. Scotty, well said. I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Have a good one. Great stuff from Scotty, guys. We'll keep it growing. Again, 843-790-3377. That is the number, 843-790-3377. The line of scrimmage, yet again. Uh, yet again, the storyline. And – I said it in the postgame, guys, and I'm not somebody that beats my chest. I'm right, what have you. But it's almost like picking up guys out of the transfer portal from – I don't know. I'll finish later. Brack, what's going on? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Well, I could be doing better. (laughs) I don't think I want to bitch about. I'm Mm. sorry. I'm cussing. No, go ahead. Hey, listen, speak freely, my friend. That's the beauty of this call-in show. Yeah, I've called in before a couple years ago. But uh, that offensive line, that shit ain't hitting on nothing. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It was yeah, really not bad. Maybe, nine sacks you know, North, surrendered. Nine sacks in that ball game. 
But, okay, so you say that. Let's go to our defensive line. How many sacks we have? I, believe, I know we forced two turnovers. Right. I believe zero is the number you're looking for. Exactly. That's where it's not right. Right. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say Clayton, Clayton White's the problem or anything like that, but you got to get pressure mm-hmm. and you got to protect your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, if you I mean, can't, you if you can't, if you can't win at the point of attack against a team like North Carolina, listen, they may have improved greatly over the course of the off season. You know, nobody's saying that's yeah, not possible, but but to that degree, I, I mean, what's Georgia going to do? You know, what's Mississippi State going to do? What's Tennessee going to do? Et cetera, exactly. on down the line. So, but yeah, I'm gonna take a positive from it. Mm. Spencer Rattler looked really good. He did. I believe thirty of thirty nine for three. 74 or something like that or 359 or or something like that was uh what, what was the total for yeah, him i so. mean he did is able to get i mean i guess the, the offseason hype it was correct mm-hmm. let's be honest about yeah, that yep that yep. joiner i mean the hell if he had the line yeah but this this it's, it's line of strength everything you've mm-hmm. preached off so that's it Yep. So that's and, my that's my bitching moment. Indeed. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Great stuff there, guys. We'll keep it rolling again. It's 843-790-3377. I do apologize. The overlay I have up here does not have the number to call in. 843-790-3377. We will get that fixed. Again, appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. The TSUS postgame call-in show. We'll do these after every single South Carolina football game this season. Let's jump to the phone lines here. from Trevor. Trevor, what's going on? How are you? Hey, Chris. What the hell just happened, man? South Carolina got thoroughly embarrassed, man. Uh, it's, it, I mean – to your point, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I, dude, I, th- I thought the dude, game could have gone I've the other way. Yeah. I, I have seen my high school football team O-line play better than the Gamecocks O-line played mm. today. I mean, Rattler, I don't know how I'm playing him at all. Mm. It was the O-line. He had yeah. nothing. He had no time. And that fourth down call was bullshit, too. Yeah, I, I I thought that was a bad call. I mean, listen, some will argue that because of the situation in which Rattler had no time to throw, but I mean, it's it's fourth and nineteen. You can't throw a ten yard route. I, I just there's there, there's like there's literally no arguing that at all. There there's there's no if if it was Satterfield calling that play, there'd be for sale signs in his yard tonight. You know what I mean? So I, you just that that wasn't the reason you lost the game. But that that was a questionable that was a questionable decision, no doubt. I mean, I'm not saying that's the start of the game by any means, but I mean, throw it in the end zone at least give Xavier get a chance to go up and get it, yeah. right? Yeah, I I agree. I, I agree 110 percent, man. I agree 110 percent. Give your receivers a chance to make a play. I I just I mean, I, I can't listen. Dude, I can't justify the dude, call for you because I don't understand it either. Dak. 12 rushes for 24 yards, bro. The hell? The hell is that? Two yards to carry? 
Indeed, man. They got to get the rushing game figured out, man. I appreciate you so much. Hey, we're going to move to the next caller. We got a lot of people calling in, so if I hang up on you, it's nothing personal. We're just trying to get everybody in here as much as we can. Uh, I think uh, Trevor echoing a lot of our feelings tonight, for sure, for sure. 843-790-3377. For those of you who are tuning in this show for the first time, guys, we do this every day, noon to three in the Daily Crow, but this is a, obviously the first post-game call-in show, so appreciate you all tuning awesome. in. Let's jump the phone lines. Gavin. Gavin, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I can't complain, man. It was a uh, it was a rough game, man. I'll start by saying this, man. It's never as bad as it seems. Mm-hmm. It's never as good as it seems. Uh, I think the O-line was not very good tonight. If you would have told me Drake May would have two interceptions and Spencer Rattler would have over 300 yards of passing, I would have thought we would have whooped their ass, yeah. but we didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody – you know, I, I don't feel like I had unrealistic expectations for the offensive line or the running game, but I did expect more than what we saw. I, I did expect more than what we saw, and – I mean, again, man, that 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 just that performance stunned me. I mean, UNC couldn't stop a nosebleed last year, and they found a way to not just stop South Carolina, but dominate them in the trenches. I mean, nine sacks as well. What what more could you ask yeah. from Spencer Rattler? I mean, the guy again. I got his stats right here. Yeah, thirty of thirty nine for three fifty four. He was sacked nine times for a loss of fifty seven yards. I mean, it's just you, you're not yeah. going to win many football yeah. games with that type of stat line when you can't protect your quarterback, you can't get any sort of run push whatsoever. You know, and, and again, I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to dance on the graves or anything, but it's just like I said, man, it's, it's you know, you, you didn't go to the no, portal and get a proven uh-huh. power five running back. You, you didn't go to the portal and get any proven power five offensive linemen. And, uh, you know, I just, that's kind of what you get. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, Chris, it kind of reminds me of the Florida game. You look at the stats of Florida fucking quarterback after the Florida game, like, holy shit, this motherfucker threw for 300-plus yards, but they didn't fucking win. Yeah, It was just so line. I, I think that's the bottom line here. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just our, our own line has to be better. And I, you know what? As a South Carolina fan for goddamn 10-plus years now, uh, I still got high hopes for the season. I'm not getting too mm-hmm. high. I'm not getting too low, you know? Let's just get better from here. Yeah. Well said, my friend. Hey, I appreciate you calling in. Do it again soon for sure. Thank you yes, so much. Sir. Great stuff. Great stuff. We'll keep it rolling. 843-790-3377. If you're trying to call in and you're hitting the voicemail, uh, keep trying to call. Again, with the way we're operating, we're just taking one by one. Uh, so keep calling in. Maybe your call will get answered. 843-790-3377. Here we go. Call from? Aiden from Belton. Hayden from Belton, what's going on, man? How are you? Man, I just got one question. That's cool. offense. What do you mm-hmm. think? What do you think it's going to turn into? You just got to – Yeah. I think the offensive line is just – I mean, it's bad. And, you know, man, my, my greatest fear coming into the season was in moments in which you struggle to find balance – where you're going to be able to move the football. And I, I just think that's what we saw tonight. I, I, I just – you cannot win – unless you're going to go – you're going to transition this thing to the air raid, which I don't think is going to happen. You just can't win games running the football like that. I mean, you just can't do it. I mean, you, you can't get into third and long. You can't be predictable. 
you're, you're, you know, your offensive line had no answer. So uh, it's, it's just, I mean, because you got some weapons. We know you have playmakers on the outside. You know, it's unfortunate Juice Wells went out. I don't think that's why you lost, though. Uh, you know, Xavier Leggett played like a man on a mission. Um, I mean, God, even Luke Doty made some nice plays. I thought DeCabrion Joyner, I mean, he's an athlete. It can only do so much, though. I mean, you got to get some holes. You got to get some blocking. It's, it's you know, and, and so when you're, when you're one-dimensional, you're going to struggle. And that's just what you saw all night tonight. My thing, my thing is this, the, the lower body, body injuries you kept on seeing, I mean, is that a sign or whatnot? Yeah, I'm glad Luke Doty got it there. I mean, mm-hmm. he looked really good. But, you know, what's, what's going to come of it? Is it, you know, Luke May and all them mm-hmm. in the, you know, the strength department and all that? I mean, we just want to see what happens. We need to see it. it, it, it remind, tonight, it reminded me a lot of must Jam. Mm. I mean, mm. you got to look at giving up five, six yards of run, falling forward for four yards. I mean, I, listen, the final the final result, I don't know how much I can really argue with you, man. It, 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 those words sting, but, you know, what we saw is what we yeah, saw. So, yeah, what we saw is what we saw. So, um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So, hey, man, I appreciate the call. We're going to keep it moving. We've got a lot of people trying to chime in, but I appreciate your thoughts, my man. Thank you so much for calling in. Great stuff. You guys keep ringing, 843-790-3377. It reminds us of Muschamp. That, that is that, – that, that's painful to hear. There's just no other way around. That's, that's painful to hear, man. It's painful to hear. Phone lines are open. If you're trying to call in, 843-790-3377. A lot of you still leaving voicemails. Here we go. Call from Adam. <laughs> Adam, what's going on? How are you? Well, it's going to be a long season if our old line and D-line can't get their ass together because we'll win next week. George will kick our asses. I don't know. Like, our old line at D-line was just trash. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all you do, and go Cox. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, Adam. Great stuff. Hey, very simple, short, sweet, to the point. That's that's a fact. Line of scrimmage. I just – and, and I hate it because we spend the whole preseason, guys. Like, we've spent the last, I feel like, three years, two years at minimum, talking about running the ball, stopping the run, line of – and, like, it just gets so old. And I feel like I'm beating it into your heads. But it's like – Call from – Connor. It wins and loses games, man. Connor, what's going on? How are you? Good, man. Thanks for asking. So, a couple things about this game. Number one. O-line, we all know that. No need to even, you know, discuss about that. It was terrible. Number two, why the fuck is the carry-on joiner running back number one mm-hmm. as a power five in an SEC conference? That's not going to cut it in conference play. We all know that. It's going down the line. And number three, why is Kai Kroger punting 30-yard punts in a one- and two-score game? You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. – it's, it's, really, it's really sad to see, you know. When Kai Kroger is off, you know it's not your night. I'll say that. To the DeCarrion Joyner thing, man, you know, I, I think DeCarrion Joyner's a guy with, with a good offensive line, could be a solid back. But, I mean, listen, let's face it. We'll just call it as what it is. I, I like DeCarrion Joyner a lot, and I hope he has a great season. Too. But, Don't get me but wrong. yeah, no, for sure. I, I know you do. And so what, when you say that about, you know, the running back position, like, I don't take it personally. The problem is most people do. But, I mean, the guy hasn't played running back his entire career. And and, and there's a reason. I mean, he, he wasn't recruited as a running back. He was a running quarterback. But um, it's it's kind of unfair, honestly, that you're asking him to carry the load in the backfield, a guy that's never done it before. It, it, to me, 
like when you could have gone out or should have gone out and found somebody who had done it at a high level, I, I just – the fact that he's being shouldered with that responsibility, I mean, it'd take a great running back to run behind that offensive line. And then you throw a guy back there who's – that was his first game ever starting at the position or really even playing at the position. I, what do you expect? What do you expect? So Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what their game plan was. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, Joiner, you know, I love what he's done for our program over yeah. the years. You know, great all-around guy. But RB number one in the SEC, he's just not that. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the guy, but I mean, that's. I mean, you go from Marshawn Lloyd to him, and you yeah. think we're gonna win more than we did last year mm-hmm. with the O line we have? I mean, hey man, I mean, diehard Gamecock fan, but tough to see. Yeah, tough indeed, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. We'll go to the next caller here. Eight four three. 790-337. So, guys, I promise the next call-in show, I will have the phone number up here on the screen. You guys will see it. Um, yeah, man, just – just. I, I mean, I, I I picked South Carolina to win. I, I fully thought that game could go poorly. I never saw that coming. Hunter, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What about you? I'm doing as well as I can be. What's going on? <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, yeah, so I just want to know, well, I mean, what the fuck were they thinking about, you know, uh, running the play three times when they know they can't run the ball when they're only good at one thing is throwing the ball, even though, you know, the O-line is terrible. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what was going on with that? Was Mark Satterfield back as an OC or something? I mean, what is going on with that? <sighs> I, you know – I'll say this about, like, the play calling and stuff, right? Because if you would have told me South Carolina scored 17 points in the first game, that Gamecock Nation would be fairly or unfairly coming at Dowell Loggins' throat. And, and listen, you might think that's unfair, but welcome to the SEC. Everybody expected this offense to just pick up where it left off and, and keep it rolling from the end of last season. And to be fair to Dowell Loggins, like – I don't know how many offensive play callers could scheme around this offensive line. Right. We just we talked about it all preseason, man. Fifty less starts. You got to start your starters on the offensive line are from Yale, Charlotte, Western Illinois. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect to happen? I, I just yeah. so yeah, like I I, I want to be. If this is still going on game six, game seven, maybe we're having a different conversation. But, like, I'm not guilty till proven innocent, even on a Dowell Loggins. I'm not. Yeah. And, I, and you know, I, I thought, you know, I said this over the summer that we're going to get to the end of the season. I think people are going to realize more so, okay, you know, the jury might even still be out on Dowell Loggins. But he hadn't had an offensive line with players capable enough to even run an offense. So, I can tell you this, though. What happens next? I, I, I think – Marquis Anderson, Trovon Bo, like strap them up and get ready. Like we, you got to shake something up. I, I, I you, it's right. not a recipe to play, recipe to win to play true freshman on the offensive line. But neither is playing who you who you tried it out there tonight. Flat out. Yeah, and flat like, out. Uh, and a couple more things. Like I mean, where where the hell was uh, Nicholas Harbor, the five star wide receiver that we supposed to put him on the field tonight? What he says. Yeah, and you know, yeah, and what's going on with all the injured players? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, early in the game, I mean, holy shit, you never seen so many players injured. Like, I mean, like yeah, I, I think a lot of those were bad luck on you know the the, the you know Warry thing, 
Uh, Mo Caba, which is really unfortunate. Uh, I mean, listen, Juice Wells, man, we, we knew he was hurt. We, we knew he was less than 100% yeah, yeah. coming in. Well, and yeah, I, I didn't know Leggett was hurt. I didn't know Leggett was hurt either. You're, you're breaking news to me. Um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I, I, if you'd have told me that Luke Doty and Peyton Mangrum would haul in a catch this season before Nick Harbor, I'm not sure I would have believed you, but that's exactly what happened. Hey, Hunter, I appreciate the call, man. We're going to keep it moving. Thank you so much. Uh, let's keep it rolling, guys. 843-790-3377. Many of you are trying to call in. Uh, keep calling, and uh, we'll get to your calls. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As soon as we can, 843-790-3377. That is the number. Here we go. We'll jump right back to the phone lines here. Call from Marcus. Marcus, what's up? How are you? What's up, man? Just hanging out. What's going on? I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm fired up. I don't blame you. Uh, what you think about them uh, helmets? What do I think about the helmets? Uh, they're not they're they're not my favorite. They're not my favorite. I, I wasn't a fan of the selection, but I mean, I don't think it's why we lost. But they're not my favorite. No, I don't either. <laughs> Good God, been in the offensive and the defensive line. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I I knew we knew the line of scrimmage was a deficiency to a point, but like that that performance stunned me. That 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 performance really stunned me. I just. Yeah, I have no words for it. Yeah, me and you both. Yeah. Maybe we recover. I hope. Yeah. yeah, I hope so too, man. I appreciate the call. Uh, guys, keep it rolling. 843-790-3372. There's really no timeline on this, by the way. We will go as long as the calls keep rolling and you guys want to chat. We're talking after the Gamecocks. 31-17 to 17 lost to North Carolina. Here we go. Foreign Mortgage Solutions, LLC. Here we go. What's going on? How are you? Hey, it's Jimmy. How you doing? Hey, Jimmy. What's up, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I've been better. 
So mm-hmm. how long do we stick with Beamer? I understand the O-line and everyone wants to blame all the other coaches and the D-line. Well, how long do we stick with Beamer and start actually calling him out since he's the captain? <laughs> I, I I'm far from that point. I, I'll say that I, I'm I'm far from that point. That's I mean, listen. Tonight was abysmal. It was it was disappointing. I mean, I think you crap down your leg on national TV, college game day, et cetera, et cetera. But no, no, no. I'm I'm I'm. If you want to call Beamer or call four Beamer, so be it. I I will not be the one to do so. Uh, not not not. We're far removed from that. Not even close. But then, what's going on with all the transfers? Why isn't he getting better recruits? You know, to the point of that, listen, transfer portal criticisms, I think, are very fair. The recruiting is there, though. I mean, I, I think you're seeing why they're recruiting the way they are on the offensive line in, in the high school ranks, right? The problem is those guys aren't on campus yet or the ones that are, are true freshmen. It's just, I think right now, I mean, if, and I'm not trying to make excuses, man. Listen, because I hear you. I'm, I'm as frustrated as you are, but it feels like you're somewhat in a gap year where you're kind of plugging and uh, with these with these lower-level transfer guys, sort of hoping for the best, trying to coach them up, get the most out of them, and, and, and develop Marquis Anderson and Trovon Bow and some of these other guys, you know, Babalade from the DMV as quickly as you can. Um, I think we could see them inserted much sooner. But uh, I, I just – that's where you are. Listen, the, the transfer portal criticisms – you know, I, I said it all summer, man, all offseason. I thought South Carolina was one of the losers in the portal in regards to the, the impact talent they lost and what they brought in to address their needs. And I was criticized for it. And I think tonight, you see, South Carolina went out. They did not get anybody impactful on the offensive line or, you know, I, I'll say they did on the defensive front, but unfortunately, JT Gear didn't play tonight. And I thought that was a huge loss, and I thought you saw that. So, um those criticisms yeah, are I fair, but I'm I'm not calling for Beamer's head at, at all, at all. Anyway, I think it's the transfer portal is what pisses me off the most. Yeah, because that's like instant impact, and we did nothing for that. Fair enough. Hey, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. We'll keep it rolling, guys. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. If I have not gotten to your call yet, I do apologize. Trying to get to all of these, we're taking one call at a time. So y'all bear with me. Y'all bear with me. Keep blowing them phone lines up, man. Don't leave us a voicemail because we're not going to play the voicemails. We're taking these calls live. 843-790-3377. Adam. Adam, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, doing great, Chris. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking what's going on. Hey, thanks for having me on. Just want to make a quick comment. I know I'm kind of beating the dead horse on this, but uh, offensive line, obviously atrocious. Um, you know, it, you can't you can't give up nine sacks. And on top of that, you don't have a run game at all because you also can't block up front, right? All right. So my question to you is that, you know, starting to think about it, we always have the discussions like nine and three, that's a great season. Eight, four, okay. Seven, five, kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. At this point, quite frankly, I'm not trying to throw it in and be completely mm-hmm. negative, but to be completely honest with you, with the performance that we have with the offensive line, do we realistically see this team winning six games? We got an SEC schedule coming up, right? Yeah. I just—it's hard to see that if this doesn't change, right? And I'll say this: a caller mentioned earlier. You know, it's never as good as it seems, never as bad as it seems. But I mean, to your point, man, I posed the question immediately following the game, and I, I do think you have to sit back and ask yourself, well, what are the expectations now for year three? Because I had seven right. and five with a win over North Carolina. Um, Right. So, I, you know, I, I think all of a sudden, after a two-touchdown loss, the Tar Heels, 
And I had a lot of Gamecock folks telling me that UNC wasn't all that good coming in this game. Well, if that's the case, I think you're kind of in the position you were, dare I say, year one of Beamer, where it's like, just get to a bowl game. Just, just, just right. I mean, that, and that's got to be the minimum expectation, right? You're, you're not going to ask for less than that. But, you know, can eight still happen? Is it possible? It's possible. But you're going to have to win one that you weren't maybe supposed to or picked to or what have you, and it, it only gets tougher. So, I, to your point, man, I think all well, of a sudden – yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, for us to get to the eight wins last year, we had to beat Clemson and Tennessee, right? right? I mean, right. two games that none of us really expected to occur, right? Right. And at this point, you look at the schedule and you're like, Georgia, Tennessee. I mean, even Florida, they looked atrocious yeah. with Utah, but, I mean, they whooped the brakes off of us last year, and they weren't a great team. So, it's – you have to ask yourself realistically now, are we truly a six-win team if, it's, yeah. if the line is going to continue this way? But, yeah, I don't want to be the dead horse, but that's yeah. just where I'm at, and it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Adam, hey, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Guys, keep calling in, 843-790-3377. And, I, and listen, I, I, I think he nails it. I think he nails it. And you, you got to – I think there's a lot of folks tonight, especially those who pick 9-3, and 10-2, and two, what have you. Listen, I, God bless you. I respect your optimism. But you got to reset your expectations because this team ain't going nine and three. I, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and tell you right now, this team is surely not going ten and two. Um, six and six, seven and five. That's that's realistically where you Call sit. From Rhett. Rhett, what's going on, man? How are you? I've been better, definitely. Same. It's a same. Tough game to watch. <laughs> Hard to watch. Yeah. Um. I just, I, I just am wondering what we're doing with our time management. Um, clock management was awful during this game. Um, I mean, we're sitting there taking 25 seconds to get back to the line. By the time we get set, they've gone figured out everything we're trying to do. It, 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 it boggles my mind. I don't understand. Yeah, and it's one of those things too, man. You know, with that accelerated clock now, or with that clock not stopping uh, after first downs, you've got to be even more aware of it, right? Controlling, you know, uh, managing your timeouts, managing the clock. Um, you know, it, it could have been better for sure. Those play calls late in the game, fourth and nineteen, or you know, and not having as much of a sense of urgency as you would have liked. Um, certainly, something that I think they'll look at and it should be looked at, and it's it's got to be better. I mean, for sure. Yeah, and another thing is just we, we, we cannot call the same play and then reverse it and then reverse it again and then reverse it again for four down straight. <laughs> if it doesn't work and we're getting right. losses or no gain at yeah. all, that, that that is just awful play calling for mm. any team. I yeah. don't care if it's YMCA flag football. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, listen, man, it's you, you got to be more creative than that to win this level. That's for sure. You got to be more creative than that to win at this level. So, um, yeah, man, just it's just bad all around tonight. I mean, I, I'm struggling to find the words. It's just embarrassing performance. Embarrassing. All right. Well, thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, Red. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for the call. Guys, 843-790-3377. I know some of you are a little anxious. Your calls aren't getting answered. Taking them as much as I can, one by one. Phone lines are open now. 843-790-3377. Arguably the biggest play of that game tonight. Start of the second half. You recover the onside. Call from Amarian Brown. River Wine. Drops that pass. To accept. Change the game. What's going on, man? You're on the air. 
Hey, Chris. Dude, what the hell was that? Why did me and three of my friends drive an hour and a half, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed for a whole 18-hour operation to watch that garbage? 200 dollars down the drain to watch that garbage, dude. Why do we have three quarterbacks on the field at offense on the whole second half, dude? Well, didn't touch ball. I understand if it's hurt. That's one thing, but Harper not touching ball, that's another thing. Eddie Lewis, is he still on the team? Like, what in the world is going on? Dude, me and my friends literally were sitting at the game, and we had to make a pact at the beginning of the second half. If the carry-on joiner runs the ball on first down one more time, we had to decide that we were leaving. Like, at that point, like, man, the other thing, Dowell Loggins, bro, dude, I love Beamer to death. Beamer ball all the way, man. Your brand is sick. It's awesome. What? I thought we, Satterfield bit the dust because of the garbage that, like, when when he came out and ran those two screen passes, bro, (laughs) the flashbacks in my mind, (laughs) it it was bad, okay? The looks in the stadium, it was bad. Now they got over that. They did some other stuff, dude. I feel bad for Rattler. We may single-handedly flush this man's NFL career down the toilet this season. Okay? I actually feel bad for once he played fantastic. I felt like sometimes we had two players on the field, Xavier Leggett and Rattler. Offensive line, terrible, abysmal. Defensive line, why we put three or four guys out there, I don't even know. Um, Drake May, the fact that he threw two picks, a miracle. Um you know, dude, I listened to you, you know, talk to, you know, the whole summer about this stuff. I was excited. And then it's just like, you know, rebuilding, like, it's fine, man. You know, I'm not – they need to take Furman and talk, sit these guys down and say, look, do you want us to still be in the Power Five conference, bro? And it needs to be, like, it comes to Jesus moment, and they need to get it together. And Because I don't know how many dudes will make it back hmm. from Georgia. And that's all I got, man. I know that was a lot. Hopefully some of y'all laugh. But we're pissed. My friends are laughing in the car. We're driving back right now, but we are angry. And uh, anyway, thanks for the time, man. Hey, preach, man. Safe travels, boys. We appreciate y'all. Great stuff. Hey, we'll keep it rolling. <clears throat> that was uh, that was a legendary call right there. 843-790-3377. Y'all keep the phone lines ringing. 843-790-3377. Often felt very Satterfieldish. I I I gotta think somewhere, somewhere, Marcus Satterfield was sitting back, drinking a cold beverage of choice, laughing at what he was witnessing. Luke RJ. Here we go. Luke RJ, what's going on? Sorry for taking so long to get to you, my man. What's up? Oh my God, dude. I've been trying to call in for like the last 10 minutes. (laughs) Phone lines are ringing off the hook, right? Indeed. Indeed. It seems the beauty is in the banter. Indeed, my friend. What's going on? So, okay. So, if anybody thinks in the world after watching that game that the defense is the problem, you know what they should do? They should start playing volleyball or watch or start watch, watching volleyball because I'm telling you, they don't, they don't know the game of football. I'm just telling you that right now because what what North Carolina scored thirty one points? Is is that what thirty? That yes, what the final, final score was thirty one to seventeen. Chris, Chris, do you honestly think that the defense was the problem that we didn't win the game? 
Do you think that? I don't think the defense – no, listen, they weren't the number one problem. Um, I don't think the defense was great, though. I think the defense – It was. I think the defense has a lot to prove on in the sense of – Listen, I, I think UNC got extremely conservative in that fourth quarter. And, and you know what? Give the defense credit for making adjustments. Give them credit. But, I mean, I see a lot of the same issues we've seen in the last couple of years. Um, I think the defense – I mean, but you score 17 against UNC's defense. Uh, you know, Luke RJ, you're right. The, the defense was not – in a game that was billed and, and made out to be this – this high-scoring, like, back-and-forth affair, it was your offense that, that fell short tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, the only problem with this game was is that South Carolina didn't score enough points to hang with UNC, right? I mean, that that's really what it came down to is that the offensive line was bad, but the play calling was bad also, and Spencer Rattler got sacked nine times, right? But like Nine times, South yes. Carolina's, South Carolina's offense could not score. You could, could not score. I mean, that's really what it came down to, right? I mean, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, indeed. Isn't that what happened? Yeah, I mean, it, it came down to the fact that South Carolina, South Carolina ran 31 times for 11 total yards, point four yards. That's what it came down to. Yeah, and and I felt like I felt like Joiner, he he did what he could, but do you do you feel like that like uh, maybe that you know they were still throwing that swing pass stuff or that draw play on a long. A long, like a long down or whatever, like up the middle, you know. I mean, it just felt like that all night. That that uh, that whatever we were calling just was was not working. And then and then what happened towards the end of the game when there was like five minutes left, bro? Like, okay, so we started we started like passing every single down, mm-hmm. and. And the game was already out of reach, but we were throwing the ball downfield like we were trying to, okay, now we're going to try to come back. And now we're going to try to win the game when there was like five minutes left and 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 Loggins was decided, okay, now we're going to try to win the game. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, 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 in, a, in a 31 to 17 loss, you can criticize the play calling. And, and I think, and some people will hate this, but <clears throat> fairly or unfairly, bro, when you're running a trick play, that's what that was in the first play of the game, a trick play. That, to me, is saying, like, is your offense not good enough to just go play on its own merit and go win? Like, like why are we Why are we starting the game with a gimmick? I, I just, I'm not really a fan of that. Starting your season with that type of play, not a fan. Luke RJ, I appreciate the call, man. We got a lot of folks trying to chime in. Keep it moving. I know you and I will can talk. I, can I say, yeah, say go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say one more? Go ahead. Can I say one more thing. So, you know me in three in three and <clears> out, <throat> Chris. You know me in three and out. Yes, the bane of you your cannot, existence. Yes. I mean, if you cannot, if you cannot, every time you get the ball, and you can't get at least one first down. That is like a huge deal. And every time we did, we went three and out. UNC went on some kind of run, and they ran down the field the whole time. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, man. I mean, you got three plays, 
and all you got to do is get 10 yards and you cannot even get one mm-hmm. in three plays. I mean, this, this dialogue and stuff already. And I know, I know you say it's like first game. It's, it doesn't mean a whole lot and it, and we can get better and improve, but man, they, these three and outs already are, are, are Marcus Satterfield all over again, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, it looked very saddish at times, which was made my stomach turn for sure. Luke RJ, I appreciate you, man. Always great stuff to hear from Luke RJ. <coughs> Excuse me, we got to keep it moving. <coughs> my goodness, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That's eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. Some of the phone lines are open once again, guys. We're up to five hundred folks are tuned in right now to the TSUS post-game call-in show. Thank you all so much. Haley. Haley, what's going on? How are you? Hey, hey Chris. Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. What's up? So, me and my husband are in Missouri. He's stationed out here. We're Gamecock fans. Mm -hmm. And we're so disappointed. We thought we got a good quarterback. We thought this might be a good year. But honestly, we, we felt a little nervous. I wasn't sure I saw Beamer give his little speech about not being ready. Now I'm like, crap, do you think he really knew, like, we weren't ready? I, I, that's a great question. It's it's hard to believe that, for sure. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't call my emotions nervous. I, I definitely thought, though, South Carolina could could lose this game. I mean, I thought it was a coin flip game. I didn't really understand the sentiment that people thought that, you know, South Carolina was going to roll out there and, and blow out UNC. I mean, I was hoping for it, but – I definitely did not expect what we saw tonight. So, um, if they were not ready to play, that is a shame because you have months to get ready to play for your season opener. I mean, you, you have you have 15 practices to get ready, and uh, it's not a great excuse. And I don't think many that folks are going to uh, going to buy. So, you've got to pick up the pieces quickly. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress 
of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Do you think that, if we had kept that fast paced tempo, cause we were doing, we were making moves with that. Mm. And then we started doing the huddles again and it slowed down it, and we just kept getting crushed, like all the sacks, everything. And it was like the only time we ever did anything was that fast pace. Mm. And I felt like it came back towards the end. We tried to get like some momentum and then stop doing that. Yeah. And I, I, I think that is, that should be the recipe for success moving forward. I, I, I thought the, I was surprised there wasn't more of that quick passing game because when you can't run the football, you've got to find ways to manufacture that running game. And so to your point, tempo, I, I think especially a UNC defense that was so abysmal a season ago. And, I, you know, I, I, I was surprised they went away from that at times. I, I really was because the tempo was working to your point. I thought pushing the ball, down the field was working as well. But but I think the real thing, Haley, is at some point when you don't have a running game, it's going to find you, and you're just going to get exposed. And it's just, you know, when you rush for 11 yards in a game, you, you just kind of you, – you, this is the result you get. Uh, oh, I'm kind of glad we're not near home right now. <laughs> we're coming back next year. Because we're sad. We're from Charlotte. Yeah. We really wanted a game. We're like, this is it. And uh, now I think we feel a little better about that, but it's, it's heartbreaking. We're yeah. just like, come on, guys. Yeah, it's a tough start of the season for sure. Haley, I appreciate you all. and appreciate your husband's service as well. Y'all take care. Thank you. You too. Yeah, thank you. Great stuff from Haley there. 843-790-3377. Really cool to have a lot of folks call in that we've never heard from before. Right? We have our normal daily crowers that call in on a daily basis, but we're hearing from some of you for the first time, so I appreciate that. Uh, 843-790-3377. Guys, that is the number yet again. Here we go. We'll jump right back to the phone lines. Call from Blaine. Blaine, what's going on, man? How are you? Had better nights, Chris. Have <laughs> I had better nights, buddy? Haven't we all? <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah, so I just want to say, you know, there's, there's three negatives and three positives I've noticed about the game. We'll start with the bad news. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, our defense – had a lot of trouble getting penetration tonight. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's one. Our O line can't. I mean, it, it was it was embarrassing. I mean, DK Joiner, I love the guy. You know, the O line did not make him look good at all. Uh, it's, it's just frustrating, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I will say, Debo Williams, Stone uh, Stone Blanton. I mean, they they played their ass off. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, Spencer Rattler, I mean, he's not hes not going to be able to do much if he doesn't have any protection. So, uh, you know, and again, I don't know what's going on with that whole Beamer thing with the, you know, we had a bad day at practice. Maybe it was yeah. 
some, you know, some foretelling or what, but I mean, what, what do you think? What's your opinion on? Yeah. You know, it's funny, man. I, I didn't even, I didn't even think about the bad day at practice, the bad practice comments until just now. And it's like, you know, you write that off during the week and it's not that big of a deal. And, and man, it's, it's those kinds of things really stand out when you lose the way you did. Um, you know, line of scrimmage is the mm-hmm. low-hanging fruit, man. It's, it's the low-hanging fruit here. Um, I, I think you're porous on the offensive line. I think you are – you are you lost six of your top eight in regards to snap count in the front seven, and it looks like it. Um, your edges are not very good. You know, I just call it for what it is. I, I think Jordan Strawn's a nice player. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have until JT Gear gets back. I don't I don't think you've got a big-time guy off the edge. I, I really don't. Um, you know, I, I like Tonka Hemingway, but – these are guys that were on the same D-line that last year gave up nearly 200 yards per game rushing, and he lost Zach Pickens, and we're expecting him to get better. Um, losing right. Mo Caba, what it sounds like it may be extended, you know, extended period of time, is just brutal because I think Debo Williams, by the way, tip your cap. I thought he played really well. I thought Stone Blanton was flying around tonight for sure. Um you know, I, I like the secondary coming in, obviously, but the second that you lost Nick Emanwari. We knew the depth was a problem, and my goodness, it showed immediately. So, um, yeah, you know, but it, it just it, it's well, it's it's not the most fun thing to talk about, but it starts up front from both sides. I, I thought Spencer Rattler truly, like somebody called in earlier and said, "We're killing his draft stock." I think he helped his draft stock tonight. Like he did what he did with practically no help, no protection. Yeah, no protection at all. Yeah, he. Yeah, I mean, he, he's backpedaling, scrambling almost right. every play. I mean, how many times – I'd love to know, pull up the statistics, whatever. How many times did Spencer Rattler set his feet and throw the football? Because it had to be like only a, a – was it on more than one hand? I, I mean, really? Like, that sounds funny, but I, I'm just saying, like, I don't recall – I saw Drake May many times sit back there and play 7-on-7. Seven I did not see a lot of that for Spencer Rattler. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and I mean, shout out to Xavier Leggett. I mean, God, dude, he played his ass off. I mean, he was making plays, yeah. unbelievable catches. Uh, I just question. My only question is, you know, <laughs> Albert Einstein said the, the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and not working. Why are we still doing swing passes to, to DK mm. throughout the entire four quarters? And it's, it's not working. Like, put somebody else in, you know, try something. Hmm. You know, it's just frustrating, man. Yeah. Hey, well said, my uh, friend. I appreciate you calling in. Great stuff. Yes, sir. Go Cox. Yeah, man, go Cox. Thank you. Guys, we'll keep rolling. 843-790-3377 as we approach midnight here in the great state of South Carolina. Appreciate you all, guys. We'll do this after every single South Carolina football game this season within 10 minutes of the conclusion of each game. This is the A1 Air Quality Services post-game call-in show. Appreciate those guys. Check them out. Gavin again. <laughs> Gavin, what's up, man? Hey, man. I uh, I missed this in my first call, but mm. uh, I, I think you jinxed us, man. Um, I don't know what the fuck a swing pass is or a fucking spring pass is, but the first fucking play of the goddamn game, 
was fucking Spencer Rattler throwing a damn near lateral pass, yeah. right? Uh, I thought that was funny. But, um, no, I, uh, again, I wanted to get your thoughts from a technical standpoint of the offensive line and how our defense performed. I saw Hemingway got injured early in the game and fucking uh, juice. I was wondering when this motherfucker was going to get a pass. And all of a sudden I looked on the TV and, you know, Spence, uh, or uh, Shane Beamer said that he was out for the game because his foot. No big mm-hmm. deal. Don't want to make excuses, you know. I still think even though our two, you know, on either side of the ball, our two best players were – well, I think our best players are, are injured. I don't think that's a good way to make excuses, but I just wanted to get your take on that. Yeah, you know, the injury excuse is not a good one tonight because UNC was without their top two pass catchers and their star defensive playmaker, DeAndre Boykin. So, it's tough to lean on that one. Um, you know, the first play of the game, the swing pass thing, you know, I think that was supposed to be – that was a trick play. Uh, Xavier Leggett had the option to throw that ball and decided not to and was probably for the better. Um, so, yeah, you know, listen, it, it, you know, you lose 31-17 to 17 the way you did. It, everything's under criticism. Everything's under fire as it should be. I mean, I think at times, yeah. the cre- yeah. you know, the, 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 the play calling looked similar to last year. I just again, I, I'm. I really don't want to start talking play calling yet because I I just don't know an offensive coordinator in college football that yeah. could have made much of what the O line gave you tonight. I, I just yeah, I really yeah. don't. No. Yeah, no, I no, you know what, Chris? I I, I agree with you 100. percent I I appreciate your take because they're very level headed. I think it's a very level headed take here. Um, you know, I don't think we can be too critical on Dow Loggins or Shane Beamer or, or anyone at this point if our own line, you know, <clears throat> can't can't do a whole lot. You know, mm. I think, you know, you know what, uh, I I think it was a decent. I think it was a good game for Spencer Rattler. I think it was a bad game for the offensive line. You know, if those two can't mesh in our running game, you know what, it wasn't great. You know, mm. but like I said, I. I I'm only I'm only looking up from here. I, I I think we'll get better as the season goes on, as we did last year. You know, but yeah, that's all we can hope for, my friend. That's all we can hope for. Hey, Gavin, I appreciate the call, man. Great to hear from you tonight. Thank you so much, uh, guys. We'll keep it rolling. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. You know, I I thought Spencer Rattler played his tail off. I, I really did. Um, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen more downfield passing. You know, I, I really would have. And at the same time, I stopped myself, and I'm like, were they capable of it? Here we go. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about so many different things about the game and how the team performed. But for me, I think it's just – what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, the offense – I mean, you give up nine sacks in a game, man, you have 0% chance to win. I, I don't know if there's a statistic out there that will back up what I just said, but I highly doubt a football team has ever won a game surrendering nine sacks and rushing for 11 yards. I don't think it's possible. So, um, yeah. and it's 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 just – it's not the sexiest thing to talk about. I know. I don't want to talk about the alum. I really don't. You know, I, I, I if we're yeah. going to take any of the focus away from the offensive line, you know, that fourth down play in which Amarian Brown drops that pass, 
That changed the game. That mm-hmm. that play right there changed the game. But unfortunately, it did, it did. even when you got some of those picks off Drake May and you kind of put yourself in some positions, I just kept thinking to myself, like, are we going to be able to give Spencer Rattler enough protection to make a yeah. comeback? And the answer was just no every time. So, I, <laughs> it, it's just, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, Spencer Rattler obviously didn't get a lot of protection there. I mean, obviously a lot was collapsing a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine sacks, like you said, that's half as much as UNC got the entire last season. That's yeah. just – I mean, that's, that's that insane. is insane. I mean, re- repeating what you just said. Yeah. UNC had 17 sacks in 2022. They had nine. That's just – that's insane. It is. I have no words. I have no words. I have no words. Yeah. But I, what you said with Spencer Rattler, you know, he couldn't come back and everything. I mean, it's hard to come back from that. I mean, you know. But, I mean, if you look at the stats, I think he had like 353 passing yards or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That's pretty damn good with that mm-hmm. terrible line. I don't think people should put blame on Spencer Rattler at all. He mm-hmm. He did what he could. Without him – Doing what he did, we would have had almost no points. Hmm. Yeah, you know, this this I was just thinking this game reminds me a lot of what we watched in Salt Lake City a couple of nights ago, Florida, Utah, where Graham Mertz racked yeah. up a lot of passing yards, but it didn't really matter because Florida got bullied up front and uh shot themselves in the foot and made mistakes. And I mean, that's exactly what South Carolina did. So it's just yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just you, you got to pick up the pieces and find a way. I I, I don't know, man. Like, you got to find a way yeah. to move the football with what you have. It's it's much easier said than done, but uh, yeah, yeah. You're you're gonna be an SEC play soon, and there will be there will be nowhere to hide for your offensive front. Nowhere to hide. Yeah, it, it, I heard you say uh, you don't want to talk about you know the play calling. Trust me, I don't want to either. But. Talk about the play calling is how we continue to establish, try to establish a run game that was just not there. Mm. We cannot establish a run game at all. And there's just, you know, there's a point in the game where you just have to abandon the run. Mm. Like, you can't just run the first play on first and 10 when you're down how many, like two scores. Mm. You can't do that. You just need to put trust in Spencer Rattler, even though he has terrible protection up there on that O line. But mm. I mean, I get it. You need to run, try to set up tempo. I mean, that that's really important. But there's just a point in time where you just have to abandon that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to run when, you know, you need to pick up a couple. Of- what do you think about that? And, and I'll say this to your point, my friend. I, it's not that I don't want to talk about the play calling in, in a sense, in the sense of I just don't – I'm not going to talk about Dabble Loggins' job status after one game. Talk about the play call. Yeah. I mean, we we can talk about it. I mean, you you lose, you score seventeen points on a defense that was that bad last year. Yeah, it was abysmal. Hey, listen, I got questions. We can talk about it. I'm not gonna call for jobs or anything, but I'm gonna apply, apply yeah. pressure, right? Like, I got questions. Why didn't we go get a power five offensive lineman out of the portal? Why we need? Why didn't we go get a proven power five running back out of the portal? Why didn't we go get an OC with a proven track record? Like, I've got questions. You know what I mean? I'm not going to call yeah. for Dabble Loggins' job after one game because I just 
I don't think it's fair because, and you know what? He's what we got. Whether you like him or not, or you think he's a bum, or you think he's great, he's what Carolina's got. He's who Shane Beamer decided to hitch his wagon to. But, you know, I feel like it's a waste of breath to start talking about, well, is Dowell Loggins the guy? I mean, but yeah, there were definitely situations tonight where the play calling was suspect. No doubt. It was gimmicky early on at times. I, I thought, to your point, I thought the run game should have been abandoned long before it was. I mean, yeah. you again, you score 17 points against a defense that all I heard from Gamecock Nation and others was how terrible they were. Well, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody should yeah. be questioned this week. Everybody should be under fire this week, under scrutiny, under pressure. Everybody should. It's not calling yeah. for jobs, but it's applying pressure. My friend, I appreciate the call, and I, I thank you so much for calling in, man. I, I really do appreciate it. Great stuff there. I'm not trying to hang up on anybody, just trying to keep it moving. we got a couple more minutes because we're not going to go all night long. But, I mean, that, that's where I'm coming from, man. Like, I'm not going to call, obviously, for, for a double logins. That, that's calling for jobs after week one is – I'm just not doing it, but – Call from – Josh. There we go. Josh, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Chris. Hey, appreciate you putting on the show tonight. Um, doing well, disappointed like everybody else, but I really just want to point out a couple of things that haven't been beaten to death. One of my biggest surprises tonight was the wide receiver depth chart. Mm-hmm. Um, not what I expected. Uh, some fall off there, obviously. Uh, missing juice really, really hurt the game. Um, and But didn't see any of the names I kind of wanted to see out there. It really just makes the <clears> question, you know, hey, where are we at as far as playmakers go? after, you know, wide receiver one and, and now a firmly established wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. So, um, really, that was my, you know, takeaway that hasn't been beat to death. Uh, would have liked to see some of those other names uh, that we heard about in the preseason do a little more. I was very surprised, and it's with all due respect, I was very surprised to see players like Luke Doty and Peyton Mangrum hauling a catch before Nicholas Harbor. And I think I think what it tells you is the reports that we heard on fall camp that he's got a long way to go and the nuances of the position. He's got a long way to go, man. I, I, and that's, that's the only reason he wouldn't be out there. You know, and, and then like, where's Landon oh, sure. Sampson at? You know what I mean? Like, where, where are some of these other guys at? I, I just... I don't know, man. Hey, I, I do agree with you. That was that was very interesting. That was very interesting. Yeah, there's another freshman, and his name slips me, that we, we heard a lot about, especially the first two weeks. Of yeah, Elijah years. Caldwell, I believe, is the name you're looking for. Elijah yeah, Caldwell. That's yeah. That's him. And I was, I was just surprised. I was yeah. like, man, you know, seeing Luke Doty catch one ball, hey, awesome. Seeing QB2 <laughs> catch pass number two, or catch number two, catch number three, I really started to question, like, oh, our depth must not be what I thought it was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, appreciate it. It's been a great show tonight. Man, congrats. I, I, I've watched you for a long time growing this thing. Um, I, I think you're at some record numbers. So, congrats on that. Sorry it's going the way it's going to start the season, guys. But, you know, hey, UNC tried to let us back in, and we, and we wouldn't take advantage of that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but appreciate you. Have a great night. Hey, I appreciate the call, and thank you for the kind words, my friend. Appreciate you. Have a great night. Good stuff, guys. We'll take a couple of more, and then we'll uh, we'll end it. We are past midnight here on this 
disappointing, disappointing night, man. 31 to 70. Well, hey, good news is the under hit. <laughs> under 64 and a half was the play indeed. Let's check the phone lines here. Call from. O-line sucks. <laughs> What's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing as well as I can, man. What's going on? I just wanted, I just wanted uh, to say this. So I've been hearing people say that this is the worst offensive line in the Shane Beamer era. I want to make a quick correction on that. This is the worst offensive line in the program history. You give me 1930 South Carolina offensive line that probably averaged five foot nine, 175 pounds, and I guarantee you they block better than the crap that was put on the field tonight. It is ridiculous, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, the offensive line was abysmal. I mean, it's, you know, nine sacks against UNC. That is uh, – it's up there with some of the worst performances we've ever seen. Like, it was embarrassing. I mean, absolutely embarrassing. I'm watching 77 and 69, the Yale transfer and the other SDS transfer. You know, I, I Listen, I have a Doberman, a pit bull, and another puppy that I guarantee you we could trot out there right now and they will block better than what they did. <laughs> I'd like to see them try, man. I, I, hey, listen, you might be right. You might at this point, you might be right. We might need to have open tryouts this week. Hey, well, I appreciate the phone call, man. Y'all have a great night. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Wow, a Doberman, a pit bull, and a puppy. Guys, we'll take one more call. We'll take one more call here on this night. We've been going over an hour now. Thank you all so much. Phone lines have been jammed up. We've had a great crowd tonight, guys. Again, we'll do this after every single South Carolina football game this season. One final call. Call from River with regret. What's going on, man? How are you? Man, Chris, I'm sorry to corrupt your airwaves one more time, my friend. But I was thinking about it, dude. Not only can I confirm an aneurysm of watching our three quarterbacks on the field the whole second half, but we were trash-talking Luke Doty the entire time. As much as he's done for the program, he's a great guy. It's fantastic. But he should not be playing wide receiver. I thought a wide receiver room was actually one of our better, you know, positions. Apparently not. The other thing is, um, basically, we were sitting behind Luke Doty's father, and so, yeah, that made it even worse. And uh, we didn't even say anything to the guy. It was so sad and depressing. Okay, man, that's it. Uh, that was really sad. We'll take one more, guys. That was interesting. We'll take one more. I didn't realize those guys had already called in. So, somebody who has not called in, I want to hear from you. Get your comments, and we'll close this thing out in style. 843-790-3377. Those who have tried to call in who have not gotten in. Follow God. Uh, phone lines are open. They're open right now. If you haven't gotten gotten in yet, the phone lines are open. Here we go. Call from. My name's Tyler. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? How are you? Just hanging out, man. I have been better, admittedly. Yeah, me too. I just have a question about Nicholas Harbor. Mm. Why was he not playing? 
Well, from what I've heard, and we heard this a couple of weeks ago, was that Nicholas Harbor was struggling with... And believe it or not, I know what I'm going to say sounds crazy. From the physicality of that position, getting off the ball, getting off of, you know, getting jammed. That's... Either way, either way, from what we had heard, that he was struggling adjusting to playing the wide receiver position. So, and to your point, yes, to your point, I I am shocked he did not see the field tonight. I'm shocked. He's a 6'5", lightning fast wide receiver, and he is worse than Luke Doty. I love the guy. But he's worse than Luke Doty. I, I, hey, listen. I, if again, if you'd have told me that Luke Doty and Peyton Mangrum would have catches before Nick Harbor this season, I would have called you crazy. I, I, I really would have. I really, really would have. Yeah, that was that was insane. And I don't know what to say about the offensive coordinator because he didn't have a chance. You don't have time to let routes develop when the offensive line is just sitting there with their hands in their ass. Just letting the floodgates open. Spencer Rattler's going to have CTE by Georgia game. I think we need to forfeit the Georgia game so Spencer Rattler stays alive. Yeah, that 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 might be a uh, that might be a Luke Doty game. Actually, let 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 Doty start the Georgia game. Just take the licks. Yeah, let's put Spencer Rattler at wide receiver. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Great stuff tonight. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks. Great stuff. I'm having fun, man. We're, I, I keep saying one more call, but I'm actually having a lot of fun. I know there's there's still a lot of you that want to call in, so I mean, we'll, we'll take a couple of more. I, I, you know, we'll take. A, I'm, I'm 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 having a good time. This is a lot of fun. Again, I appreciate y'all, man. It's it's late, and uh, y'all are still here rocking. We are still here rocking and rolling. 843-790-3377. Anybody want one more? One more? Going once, going twice. Going once, going twice, going three times. Anybody? Here we go. Call from Lexi. Lexi, what's going on? How are you? Glad we're finally able to get you in. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I only called 100 times. Um, uh, Everything's good. I mean, I've, I've had better days um as a gamecock but um i'm not going to rehash everything that everybody's already said that we know um i just wanted your thoughts on just basically your thoughts on um luke doty at wide receiver and then um also uh special teams coming out on on that second Mm. half and, and opening up that way just to see that go and then the two interceptions not turn into mm-hmm. uh, points that just <laughs> that just hurts yeah but anyways uh, I, I know it's late but uh, go Cox and I Lexi I appreciate the call thank you so much uh first off Luke Doty at wide receiver I mean what are we doing I, I just all due respect to Luke Doty and great kid all that good stuff man all that stuff you're supposed to say but I, I don't know. I, I don't know what what's the long-term plan there. I mean, is he really going to play wide receiver all season? And it really was. Like, I mean, we talk about the offensive line, but, like, it was a night of missed opportunities for South Carolina. 
By the way, phone lines open. It was a night of missed opportunities for South Carolina. I, I mean, the interceptions, the stop on fourth down, the, you know, starting the second half, I was sitting there with a buddy of mine saying, you think they'll onside kick here? Maybe they onside kick. Blaine yet again. Beamer ball and could do nothing with it. Blaine, what's going on? It's me again, Chris. <laughs> Listen, let me ask you, I want to know your opinion. What's going on with our running back? I mean, I forget forget the guy's name, but we had a couple of, or at least one transfer in the running back position, correct? Yeah, Mar- Mario Anderson. Mario Anderson. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's from it. Newberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, word around town is he's, he's, he's a he's – a, He's a, he's a banger. I mean, what's what do you want to put him in? Or I mean, he was a banger. He was a banger at D two. I, I don't know if uh, that's going to quite translate to this level, but I, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I think Furman is when we'll see a lot more of emptying the bench and kind of figuring out what you have. And I think they probably came into this this North Carolina game not trying to experiment as much, but. Yeah, I mean, you do you do get to a point, Blaine, to your point that you got to try something. You know what I mean? So, um, right. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I'll say this: you know, you can't help but to rethink the, the four quarters we just watched and, and think to yourself, well, what would have been the outcome since Rattler would have had it two to three more seconds on on average, you know, mm-hmm. in the pocket. You know, I, I you know this uh, you know we had the guy. Transfer in from I think was it Yale or like yeah Nick Gargiulo from Yale yeah 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 that mm-hmm. guy I mean it's it's a shame that our that the other guy got hurt uh, first series of the game but mm-hmm. regardless and I know this this North Carolina defensive line is you know they're you know they've earned their stripes but I mean looking two weeks ahead of now again with with Georgia it's like hey, unless we make a complete turnaround it's going to be the same we're going to have to completely Scrap the playbook and mm-hmm. nothing but slant passes out of his hand quick, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even want to think anyway. about Georgia, man, to be honest with you. But, anyways, now you make great points, Blaine. Again, I, I, I appreciate it. It's been good to hear from you tonight. Yes, sir. Go, guys, buddy. Yeah, man. Go, Cox. Take care. Guys, really, truly, this time, we're going to do one more call because it is late. Uh, we got the Daily Crow every single day, noon to three, and we take questions, comments, and calls. So, you guys call in during the week. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'll take one more call here. One more. Wide open. Here we go. Call from Luke RJ. Okay, we'll take one more after this. Luke RJ, what's up, man? Round two. Hey, it seems like a good good idea to promote the Big Cock Club and, uh, and uh, tell everybody to get in the Discord, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, we had a lot of chatter in game during the during the game, Big Cock Club Discord. So patreon.com slash big cock club for sure. Yeah, join join today. I mean, listen, we watched the game in there and, and like I said, watch college ball all day long. So join the most exclusive Gamecocks community and and uh the beauty is truly in the banter in the big cock club. So yeah. Did you <laughs> did you did you expect to see this many people uh Joining the live, like on the on this call, in man, it's five hundred. What was the what was the max? Five hundred. I, I think we got to five hundred. I, I thought there was a good chance that it'd be pretty well attended. So, Luke RJ, I'm gonna try to I get. Mean, 
I, I, I know, I know. And listen, we're going to talk about it. I'm, I'm going to try to get to some other people that, that want to voice. Well, hold on. I want to yeah, go ahead. I want to ask you, does this, does, this change, does this change the projections on the season predictions at all? And do you think that – do you think that – is this on Dow Loggins or is this on our, our roster on the O-line? I mean, I think you – I think you put it on both because – this coaching staff knows what they have. And I mean, they are the ones that assemble the roster, right? So, I mean, it's the players out there playing for sure, but they're the ones that put this thing together. So some of the responsibility has to fall on them. Um, and then I'm, you know, Luke RJ, I'm not really a guy. I don't change season predictions or re-release season predictions week to week. But I mean, listen, I, I think you'd be, You'd be a fool to think this doesn't change, reset, I should say, um, expectations for this season. So, Luke RJ, I appreciate it, man. Again, we're going to try to get to one or two more, like I said, people who have not been able to get in. Let's jump to the phone lines. Looks like, hold on one second. Looks like uh, something just happened there. Okay. 843-790-337. Some of guys, again, if I'm not getting to your call I do apologize. Phone lines are ringing off of the freaking hook right now. So keep punching the line. Sure, many of you are probably on the way home. You're on I-77 or, or wherever you're going out of Charlotte. Appreciate you guys making us a part of your, your evening. So here we go. Call from. Spur your enthusiasm. Spur your enthusiasm. Give me some enthusiasm after that 14-point loss. Man, I'm so motherfucking depressed after that. I, I, I don't know what to say, man. Like, I, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable to see such a talented group of skill position players on that roster going to waste just because we arguably have the worst offensive line in all of college football. And yeah, I, I'm just, I'm at a loss for word. The defense did what they needed to do to make stops get the ball back for us the special teams you know they came up with the big play on on going into the second half and I I you know I don't know what else we can do you know I put the entire game on the shoulders of the offensive line I don't know what the fuck that was but that was awful I mean it's it's yeah I mean I, I think that's where you have to start you know there there are other things Bryce that you can nitpick and and you know that should be talked about don't get me wrong but Again, you give up nine sacks. You rush for 11 yards. It's hard for me to come in the postgame and say, you know, well, Dowell, I mean, Dowell Loggins, it would have taken the perfect game plan to scheme around that offensive line, and that might not have been enough. And the thing is, I, I don't think anybody can put this on Dowell Loggins. There was a couple of plays where there were some head scratchers, and we were in a lot of bad situational football. But at the end of the day, a lot of that, we were back in the chains because of the fact that we kept getting sacked. Every time we turned around, Spencer was running for his life. I mean, I, I, I have no idea what you do with that. But, like, you know, we – I think, what, what was it? Spencer threw for well over 300 yards. Yeah, like three, 349 or 354, I think it was. Yeah, and I mean, even then, I mean, with that in consideration, Spencer didn't he didn't cough out the ball one time. You know, he, he played a clean game, and 
as far as I'm concerned, Dow Loggins, you know, he he did his best with what he worked with. But at the end of the day, it, it all comes back on offensive line. If, if we can't give him two, three more seconds of time to throw the ball, like if, if he could have just had an extra two seconds on half of those plays, like we probably win that game convincingly. But he just he was running for his life every every play. Mm-hmm. I mean, on on shoestring tackles, a, a game of inches quite literally and I mean you hate to see it that was painful to watch we've got a lot of talent on this football team if we can find some way to scheme around and because a lot of the times it looked like our offensive line you know not so much that they couldn't hold them but they they didn't know what they were doing Mm. um we let uh, a motion go off where you know there was one play I think it was Tyshawn Watermaker um, he he stepped onto the inside and he was supposed mm-hmm. to cut out and twice we we had a guy come straight in untouched came straight towards Spencer Rattler no time <clears> to <throat> no time to work with anything with what he had. Yeah, I think he did the best he could with what he had for sure, man, for sure, Bryce. I think you're, you're you you nail it, you nail it. So, hey, spur your enthusiasm, keep the enthusiasm, my man. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon, my guy. Great stuff. Great stuff, guys. Well, I mean, you guys keep calling in. It's it's hard for me. It's hard for me to end the show if we got people calling in. So, by the way, guys, let me uh, let me put this out there. We are going to be dropping this. This right here, this audio will drop via podcast tomorrow at 5 a.m. Eastern. So, if you want to go back, listen to this on Sunday or Monday morning, you can hear it. Call from Michael. To accept, press 1. Michael, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, Chris. Just want to say congrats on the successful post-game show. Thank you. Everyone tuned in. It's been uh, great to be tuned in. Thank you. Uh, not going to beat everything like everyone else has. I just hope Rattler's gotten those Ruth Chris gift cards back from the O-line. <laughs> but um, – Comment of the night. Comment good. of the night, man. Comment of the night. <laughs> if uh, anything good, God. even – with all the pressure Rattler had tonight, as good as he played, I mean, if anything good, no no turnovers tonight. So, just trying to look at little silver linings of success, but we got a lot to improve on. But hey, you said it well, man. I, I'm still listen. I, admittedly, man, I'm still geeking over that Roots Chris line. That's I, I totally forgot about that. And to your point, my God, I'd, yeah, I'd be back. get those back. Yeah, for sure. Michael, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Hey. Tuned in this week. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun week for sure. Michael, I appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon. Great stuff for Michael. That was <clears throat> that was hilarious. I think that's, honestly, guys, I think that's a good one to end on. That was a hilarious call, and I think he's got a good point. Guys, this is going to be a lot of fun all season. We're going to do this after every single game. The Well, here we go. I thought I had the phone lines when do not disturb. I guess I did. So. Mike. Here we go. Mike, what's going on? How are you? Good, Chris. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. What's up? Yeah, so, like, I'm just trying to figure out the whole game. Like, what happened to special teams? What happened to the, the whole game plan to give Dak the ball in the running game? What happened to give it to Juice Wells? I mean, the whole game plan just switched at the beginning like throughout the game. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the – I was just surprised they didn't ditch the run game sooner, to be honest, um, when you realized, you know, there was no run push at all. And I know that's not a great method of operation, just throw the ball every down, but we knew that might be the reality, 70-30, 75-25 of, of pass to run. And, you know, I, I, <clears throat> I thought it was a little bit of trying to be stingy with the run game. We've all heard that early. I just didn't really think the second half adjustments were there like, like we all hoped they were. Because, I mean, obviously the game was was close at halftime, and I thought South Carolina was in a, a fairly decent position to, you know, to, to make a run and, and go win the ball game, and it just, just didn't happen. So, um, I mean, again, man, you score 17 points to UNC or against UNC, who had one of the worst defenses in college football last year. There should be a lot of things being questioned right now, and including the play call. Again, I'm not calling for anybody's job, but it should be <clears throat> it should be questioned for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I was actually I was actually shocked it was close after halftime because yeah. I mean we had no push, we had absolutely no push mm. on the offensive line. We had no no like motivation on the defensive line. It was just like they were taking over, and they're. I mean, come on, this is an ACC team. I mean, you know, come on, man. Yeah. What are we going to do when the SEC <laughs> – what are we going to do when the SEC linemen, you know, they're just going to destroy it. Yeah. We, You know, we had Fugar. We thought Fugar was going to be a good blocker. We thought all – Case and Henry, I know he got hurt. We just – we had all this hype, and we thought we had depth. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm concerned we – do we have any depth? At the O line, do we have any depth on the D line? I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I wonder. To your point, I, I wonder where the answers come from there because O line, especially, I, I I don't think you have a lot of depth, quality depth, quality depth. Um, and that's just being real. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know where the answers come from. I don't. I don't. I really, really don't. I think defensively, you can do some things to you know, shore some things up and you get a guy like Jatias Gear back on the edge. And I've mentioned his name a couple of times, but, you know, I, I think you'll, you can do some things to kind of, to be better, right? I don't know what you do on the offensive front. I, I really don't, man. So some guys are just going to have yeah, to play I better. Thought, I kind of thought they would shoot Brian Thomas off the, you know, edge or something, trying to get some pressure on him. They didn't really try to get like a, you know, a blitz, a zone blitz or anything. Like, they weren't really being aggressive. I think they were playing like two-man the whole time. Yeah. Just trying to contain uh, Drake May, but they really didn't get no pressure or anything, man. It was really just discouraging, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, frustrating night, man. Frustrating night all the way around. I mean, I, I you know, the, the, the positives would be a lot quicker to name. I guess Xavier Leggett, uh, the onside kick was cool. Spencer Rattler played well uh, outside of that, man. I mean, you know, Viva Williams made some nice plays outside of that. It's it's few and far between the positives from a, a rough night, man. I, hey, I appreciate yeah, you know, it. Yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, like last year, you know, I think we'll build on it. You know, we'll be better on offense, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, we got to get that line <clears throat> just, you know, a lot better. And, uh you know, Leggett, I'm, I'm excited about XL. I'm excited about uh, – I think Omega Blake eventually is going to probably make a name for himself. And we got, you know, we got a bunch of young guys. We just need to grow, man. 
we might be a couple years from it, but we'll get there. I believe in Beamer, baby. Beamer ball, baby. Beamer ball to the moon, I'll my friend. Go, Chris. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for the call. Great stuff, guys. Hey, great stuff tonight. I think, unless we have a call sneak in here, that's going to do it. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Truly, this has been electric. Um, we could literally go all night for sure, but, man, I mean, just, again, I, I did not think it was out of the question to see South Carolina lose the game. I, I mentioned all week, I think it's a coin flip game. But what did, you know, <sighs> what did I say all week long? I did not think UNC had the bodies to expose South Carolina in the trenches. Did I not say exact? I'm calling myself out here. I said that all week. And... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if I underestimated UNC's trench play. I don't know if I overestimated South Carolina's trench play. I I don't know. I don't know. But that that you could have thrown a lot of predictions at me, and, and I would have said, you know what? That's feasible. Fe- feasible. That's I, I could see that happening. You tell me South Carolina gets sacked nine times and rushes for 11 yards? Guys, I don't know if I'd have believed you. I think I'd have told you you were full of shit. And unfortunately, you were not. Unfortunately, you were not. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Rough night. Rough night. Again, guys, Gamecocks fall to the North Carolina Tar Heels. Final score, 31 to 20, or 31 to 17, excuse me, golly. 31 to 17. South Carolina Falls, 0-1. And, and, of course, Furman coming up next weekend in the home opener at Willie B. Guys, again, thank you all so much for making this a successful first post-game call-in show of the 2023 season. Also, thank you to our friends at A1 Air Quality Consultants, the official sponsors of post-game call-in show. We do this every day, by the way, in case you did not know. The Daily Crow airs right here, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. We take questions, comments, and calls so we can keep the conversation rolling each and every single day. Many, Many of you tuned in tonight are Daily Crowers, and I urge you others to do the same. Also, be sure, guys, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live and when we drop new video content. And also be sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. We will drop this entire post-game call-in show and every post-game call-in show via podcast form every Sunday 
morning. So you have that to look forward to as well. Again, guys, signing off. Gamecocks fall to North Carolina. Final score, 31 to 17. And we're now left wondering, scratching our heads, trying to pick up the pieces as we go into week two. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thanks so much, guys. Y'all have a great rest of your Saturday night. And we will talk to you all soon.